Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good. Hey everyone, welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. I'm your host, Lisa Good. And we talk a lot about TikTok. Anyone who's a parent of a teen with a smartphone probably knows about TikTok or their kids have it on their phones. If you've listened to any of our past episodes, you know there's more to TikTok than quirky challenges and dance routines. But if you're just joining us, let me warn you. If your teen is one of the many obsessed with the app, there's some dangerous and sketchy sides of the app that you should be aware of. Just last week, I encountered videos on sex tips and starvation diets while taking a quick scroll through TikTok for some research on an upcoming book that I'm working on. This is with an account stating that I'm 14 years old. If your kids have TikTok, you really should have the app too. Let's talk about a new trend called randonauting. It's taking TikTok by storm and it could put kids in danger or other difficult situations if they decide to try it out. What is randonauting? It's a term for those who are using a new real world adventure app called Randonautica that is quickly picking up popularity with kids. Last week, it was number eight on the app store which is quite impressive since it's still in the beta and it's only been out since March. Now, they've had some issues with it crashing because of the number of people that are downloading it now. Now, there are a few reasons this app has jumped to number eight in such a short period of time, and we're gonna get to that in just a moment. First, let me give you some specifics about this app and the background on how the app works. This app uses a random number generator to produce specific coordinates within a set radius of your current location that you can travel to as a way of exploring the world around you. That's how it's promoted. But that's not all. The app asks you to set your intention or define what you want to encounter on your adventure before visiting a location. The app encourages users to document or video their experiences and then share them on the community's various online forums, including whether or not they experienced any coincidences that suggest the universe fulfilled their intention. Now there's a Reddit forum, there's a few Discord forums, but there's only one that you can publicly access, and there's several others. But this is where TikTok comes in. Kids are also now videoing their adventures and posting them to TikTok, which has prompted the hashtag RandonautChallenge. Now you may be saying, whoa, back up there, Lisa. You lost me at set your intention. What exactly did you mean by that? Well, here's how some of the explanations of how to play the game from other players and and older people that are playing this game. This is what they say. Think about something pretty deeply, what I should do about it, X thing, or think about a certain feeling. The more you can visualize what you want, the more likely you are to find it. And when going with a group, 
which is encouraged, especially for younger randonauts. The advice is to agree on what you're looking for, the collective group, hold hands, say it out loud together, visualize it very deeply in your mind and in your brain, and ask for guidance. Okay. Now, those giving the instructions on how to set your intentions for the game, they didn't bother to tell these kids who to ask for guidance, just that they should ask for guidance. Now, this is how Joshua Langfelder, one of the founders of the app, explains it. There are two main parts to randonauting, exploring blind spots or places nearby that are outside of your conscious awareness and experimenting with mind-machine interaction. The hypothesis that consciousness can influence the distribution of random numbers. Now, if that sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher to you saying wah, 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 I understand because that's what it kind of sounds like to me. So the no geek speak explanation of Joshua's statement is this. This is based on the Global Consciousness Project and is parapsychology. Now, in case you don't know what parapsychology is, that's the study of psychic phenomena, including telepathy. So this app is really promoting the paranormal and the use of ESP, or using the mind to try to make reality shift. So according to Joshua, here's another quote from him, a lot of these concepts are very new to the everyday Westerner. And through better technology and through experimentation may challenge our fundamental understanding of reality and the God myth in the years to come. Given the influx of research into the subjective experience on psychoactive substances, Western thought is beginning to evolve to become more accepting of concepts well known in numerous ancient cultures, laying the groundwork for a technological restructuring of the modern human experience. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe that somebody actually said that, but he did. And I really liked how he elaborated on the research of um, using psychoactive substances, substances, basically using mind-altering drugs that give you hallucinations. Wow, okay. And I'm not even going to touch the God myth section. I'm just going to leave that alone. So we're going to just jump on and we're going to take a look at a few examples from the kids that are actually using this app. So one teen says that they set out with the intention of seeing something unexplainable and red. That's a pretty weird intention, but okay. This teen said that he stumbled across an empty red sofa in a field. Now, another group of kids supposedly asked for life guidance as their intention. And they posted that they ended up at an abandoned mirror that had, it is your time, written on it. So are these real occurrences or just kids making things up to help boast their social media views? Well, I don't know. It could go either way, I guess. But these next two examples that I'm going to share with you, they have made the news and are the real reason this app is at number eight in the App Store and taken off with kids. Now, the first adventure is of two teens in Colorado who had played the game multiple times and none of their intentions came true. 
So what do you do when you play the game and nothing that you set your intention to comes true? Instead of just saying, oh, it's a bunch of hooey, I'm just going to move on, forget it. No, they thought they'd try it one more time. And they set their intention on death. Ooh. Just to see what would happen. Now, they followed the random coordinates the app gave them. And they ended up at a shooting scene with a man shot laying on the side of the road and his wife over top of him holding him while he's clutching to life. Now, she posted a TikTok video sobbing and warning people not to go randonauting. When asked in, the, in her comments why in the world she would pick death as her intention, she said, Every single intention that I've set hasn't really worked out, so I didn't think choosing death would manifest anything either. Now here's the thing. The app sent them to a dangerous part of town where violence is a normal occurrence. You know, just about every city has one of those that, you know, if you go there after dark, which is what they did, um, there's a good chance that you could be a, a victim of crime or witness crime. I mean, that's just how it is. Now, these kids should have known better than to go into their area, especially in the dark. But they kept going because they were after an adventure and they desperately wanted to believe that their mind and this app could manifest their intention. Now, just think about this. This young girl is going to carry what she saw with her forever in the name of an adventure. Then there's a group of teens in Seattle who says their intention was travel. They ended up at the beach by a bridge where they just happened upon a black suitcase, which one of the guys in the group dares one of the girls to go and open it, which of course she does. Now, in the original video, you can hear her say, oh my God, this stinks, as she unzips the suitcase and uses a stick to open the lid. Inside, you see a black trash bag, and she turns around and vomits because the smell is so bad. The young man videoing says, hey, maybe it's a dead body. Let's open the bag. To which another one of the girls back behind him says, no way, let's call the police. And the girl who's vomited, who has poked the bag with the stick, is shooting the glare of, are you crazy? We're not, I'm not opening this bag. So the police and the fire department show up, and guess what? Sure enough, there is a dead body stuffed in the suitcase that they've been poking at with a stick. And the girl now has her fingerprints on because she unzipped it and slid it around. Now, the police also found another suitcase close by that one that contained another dead person. Horrific and gross, right? Can you imagine if your kid found that, the trauma that they would be in? Could you imagine as an adult finding something like that and the trauma that your mind would be in? It's, it's just unimaginable. They'll be, they were questioned. Um, they were on the suspect list for a while. I mean, it's a mess. And just think for a second, whoever did that to those individuals was smart enough to get away with murder for a long period of time. And they're obviously crazy. Now here are these kids with a video showing themselves opening, poking, and taking selfies with the suitcase and the black trash bag with a body and posting it on TikTok to get their 15 minutes of viral fame. 
Do you know how easy it is to find out who you are, who you really are, where you go to school and where you live from your social media accounts, especially ones that have videos? If I were one of their parents, I'd be really concerned about that. And in case you're thinking, well, Lisa, maybe they posted the video before they knew what was in the bag. Um, sorry, the answer is no. They posted the video the next day after being questioned by the police and with full knowledge that someone's family member was dead in that suitcase. I just can't even imagine. Now, here's the thing with random coordinates. You could end up in the middle of the woods, off a cliff, or on private property. It could be dangerous, especially in today's high-charged environment. Trespassing on someone's private property or close to someone's house could get a person shot. Now, I installed this app and played it. Now, I'll admit I did not set an intent or an intention. I will tell you the app sent me to over four strangers' houses, and it and two of them, it wanted me to go into their backyards. One location was actually inside the house and the other one was in a person's front yard. No way was I doing that. Several other rounds of this adventure sent me deep into the woods with private property signs posted all around the front of it. And two other search adventures had me go to parking lots in an industrial area. Seriously, folks. To me, all just meaningly places. But based on the comments I've read on the Reddit forum and the Discord forum, most of these randonauters are kids in their, in their teen years. And so they're so desperate to find a deeper meaning in their lives that they'll try anything, including using an app that promotes it can help them find answers to their deepest questions and desires if they believe deeply enough. I've got to tell you, this app wasn't designed just for fun and adventure. It was built on, an, on a religion, and its real intention is about changing your kid's perception of reality, of how they think, of what they think, and to those that are believers, it challenges their belief in God or a creator. I just don't, I, I just can't get behind this app. Now, hopefully, this is just another fad that will pass but the danger is that you don't want your kids to be traumatized, like the kids that found the dead body in the suitcase on the beach, or the kids that found the couple shot on the side of the road. And you also don't want them getting in trouble for trespassing. So this is one app that I would make sure your kids steer clear of. Well, we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Wouldn't it be great to stay up to date without being overwhelmed? It's possible and easy. Just sign up for our free cyber alert emails. We take the guesswork out of knowing what's going on with kids and technology. We provide the essentials that parents, grandparents, and adults working with children should know in today's digital world. Just visit yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio and sign up today. All right, we're back. School is about to kick off in the next few weeks for most of us, and many schools are giving parents the option of in-person learning, all online learning or a mix of the two. So now is a good time to verify that all that technology that's humming under your roof is as secure as possible. Here are the top three things you should do. Number one, secure your family technology. That means run an overall security check. 
Taking an inventory of all your family's connected devices and their security should be as important as keeping your doors locked and keeping batteries in your smoke alarms. Your family's safety depends on it. You want to make sure you're protected from malware, viruses, phishing attacks, and those wonderful malicious websites that your kids or your spouse always seems to wander onto. And don't forget about all the other devices hanging around the house, like your smart TVs, your smart appliances, that ring doorbell, and your kids' smart toys. You want to make sure you've done an inventory of everything in your house that's technology or connects to the internet or Wi-Fi. Number two, review all parental controls. This year, device use will likely skyrocket under your roof. There's really no way around it. Kids will be online for school as well as for fun. Now, you may already have some filtering on some devices and social media, but it may be time to bring on some additional filtering software. If your kids are doing school full-time from home this year, or even part of the year, software with time limit controls can make scheduling family breaks together much more manageable, especially if you are also working from home. And it's really better to start this now if you don't have it in place already. All right, that takes us to number three, secure your home router. Your router is similar to your family's front door. It keeps strangers and bad guys out. Now, if you haven't changed your password on this device in a while, or maybe like never, now's a great time to change the locks, which are your passwords, on this critical entryway into your home. Also, if you're working from home, make sure your home network aligns with your company's security expectations. The last thing you wanna do is have something happen security-wise on a computer at your house that you access your work from. That could be really bad. Now, this school year is a new frontier for all of us. It's like kind of like the wild, wild west. But with the right tools and the proper support around you, you can do this. We want you and your family to stay healthy, to stay happy, and to stay secure during this new adventure. Now I wanna shift gears and talk about gaming and not about how predators are lurking on the chats, although that is true. I wanna talk about gaming and cybercrime. Again, with the likelihood of kids spending more time online this fall and winter, it's important to teach them what to look out for and how to not get scammed, especially your younger kids. See, the good news is that most teenagers realize that there are bad guys and criminals on their favorite games, like Fortnite, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Red Redemption 2, Spider-Man, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. The not so good news is that most teens still aren't practicing the best online habits, like not reusing passwords across multiple accounts. And then the really bad news is that the average gamer has experienced almost five cyber attacks due to poor security habits. That would include your kids in that average gamers. And we don't want your kids to be in the average category. Now here are five common gaming scams your kids need to be on the lookout for. Number one, Online cheats or downloads. Gamers love to get an edge on their favorite game. 
So when they go search online for cheats or someone sends them a link for a cheat or a download, they jump all over it. In one click, a fake cheat can lead to malware, ransomware, Bitcoin theft, if they or you have that, credit card theft, or complete identity theft. Number two, fake apps. Scammers are capitalizing on kids' favorite games, like an example is Red Dead Redemption 2, and their lack of money or parental permission by luring users to download the game for free. These games either trick them into divulging their personal information or put spyware on their device so that the bad guys can secretly steal their information. Remind your kids, if they come across a download offer that seems too good to be true, it probably is. Number three, fraudulent trades. Now, many games often include extras that a gamer can buy for their characters, such as weapons, armor, skins, or clothing. Some scammers will offer to purchase or trade items outside of the platform and then dupe the buyer through a phishing link that gains access to their, or in most cases with your kids, your credit card information. So it's really important that your kids realize that they shouldn't be trading outside of the game platform. Number four, impersonation and catfishing. Some scammers go to great lengths to access a gamer's personal information, especially if they are new to the game. They will befriend a gamer and over time gain their trust and then try to take advantage of the friendship by requesting help with in-app purchases. Like they might say, oh, you know, my mom hasn't given me my allowance this week. Can you front me the money for a week? Or can you, can you front me those things for just a week? Or they may even ask to use your kid's login to play. They might say, hey, I learned this really secret trick or this secret way around. And if you give me your login, I'll log in as you and take you to that level. So you want your kids to be wary of that stuff. But what, the, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to get access to your kid's personal information. And then there's number five, account takeovers. Now this scam is when a hacker gains access to a legitimate player's account, usually a popular player, and then blocks that user from accessing his or her account and uses that account to send out spam emails, fake offers, and malicious links. So here are some gaming safety tips. One, don't reuse passwords. It may take a minute or two longer to log into their favorite games, but there's a significant layer of protection when you use a unique password for each of your online accounts. And this includes games. Reusing passwords allows a hacker to gain access to multiple accounts once you've been compromised. I've seen parents use a password that they can remember for their kids' games, and it's also the password for their online banking or credit cards. Don't do that! If your kids get scammed, one of the first things the criminal's going to do is see if they can get into any of your accounts. Number two, use a firewall. If you've got kids or anyone else in the house who's a gamer, you need a firewall to block would-be attackers from gaining access to your devices and your home network, including those uh, ring doorbells that you have. Now, if you have a firewall and you haven't changed the password on it in a long time, or you've never changed the password on it, you should do that. 
all the non-commercial grade firewalls have default passwords that are listed online somewhere. And I promise you the bad guys know where to find them. Don't make it easy for them to get in and take advantage of you or your family. Number three, be smart when clicking. You know, gaming is immersive. If you've ever watched your kids or any adult, like your husband maybe, seriously playing a game, you know that you'd have to blow an air horn right beside them to shake them loose from the game and bring them back to reality. The bad guys know that players are focused on the game and most have their guard down. Remind your kids that they should never impulsively click on links and messages from people they don't know. One wrong click can lead to malware, ransomware, or other phishing schemes. Now, just a word of caution. When it comes to gaming, actively playing the games aren't the only places your kids can be targeted by scammers and criminals. Kids today watch others playing games on YouTube and Twitch, and the bad guys know it. It's easy for them to put ads up with bogus offers or links that will install spyware after they're clicked on. Now, while the gamers make money on the ads that show up on their YouTube videos, most of the time they don't control every single ad that shows up. So make sure when you're talking to your kids about this that you don't slam the gamer who they're watching. You have to remember that your kids look up to these players. They are like their heroes and talking bad about them won't do you any good, especially when your kids probably already know that the gamers don't control every ad or link that's shown. It only will reinforce the belief that mom and dad are old and out of it. They just don't know what they're talking about, so I'm not gonna listen to them. Remember, teaching your kids to be wise when watching others playing on these sites is critical today, and you wanna make sure that you're speaking the right language. Also, make sure your kids know that if they've clicked on something that wasn't right or catch a scammer in a game, that they should come to you or another adult immediately so that you can take action before it's too late, especially if they clicked on something. And if they've clicked on something, you may need to contact a professional. If it's someone in a game, then you should contact the game's developers or support immediately to help stop the spread of the scam and shut the cybercrime down and protect the other players on the game. Just about all the big name games have a real-time online chat for support, so it's not difficult to get a hold of somebody. All right, now I saved this, this topic for last. All right, I saved this topic for last. If you have older kids, you know that they love podcasts, especially podcasts that include celebrities. Even adults like those podcasts. You know, I personally enjoy the podcast that Mike Rowe has out. You know, the guy from Dirty Jobs. It's, it's good, it's thought-provoking, and it's funny. Well, there's a new podcast out called Dirty Diana featuring Demi Moore. The podcast is described as scripted erotica. I will tell you that from just reading the description of what this podcast is about, that it should be labeled as adult entertainment. That's apparently not the way that iTunes, iHeartRadio, and the other podcast sites see it. And to quote Demi Moore, she says, it's not porn. Porn feels very manufactured, where erotica feels more authentic. Hmm, okay, it sounds all the same to me. 
Now, Demi says that she aims to school the public on sex with the podcast. And the future plans are to take the podcast and turn them into mini-series. Now, the fans are already pushing, and there are rumored talks with Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, and HBO to produce this series. If you have kids that are avid podcast listeners like I do, you may want to take a peek at what they're listening to, especially if they search for new podcasts or they like to check out the top podcasts because this one is creeping its way up the charts and it will be in the top five soon enough. Now, I know that parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult, but remember, we're all in this together and with a little help, you can do this. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free cyber alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.